I had no idea what to expect. I was just hanging on for dear life and hoping it would keep going. And lo and behold, it has. That's uh, Lou Williams, the organ player at Organ Stop Pizza. It's uh, apparently known to, uh, so well known, even some of our listeners have been there. Lou Williams is calling it quits. He will no longer be playing the organ at Organ Stop Pizza. Lou is on the phone with us. Good morning, Lou. Hello, hello, hello. Um, how did you decide or why did you decide I'm done playing the organ at the pizza place? Well, um, I am not actually completely done. I will still hang around and I will fill in here and there as need be with, you know, the other two fellows that are playing, mm-hmm. Brett Valiant and Glenn Taller, who just arrived to uh, take over for me from Chicago. Um, but to get to your question, I thought 42 years was enough. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I think every, every everything has a lifespan, uh, whether it's a building, a business entity, a human being, what have you, or a career. And I think I, you know, I gave it my best years, <laughs> and I could have, I could have kept going. I, I did enjoy it, but, you know, I think it's time for, for some young blood, uh, fresh viewpoint, and all that kind of thing. And I didn't want to <clears throat> just uh, die in the saddle. So <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. That sounds horrible. But uh, so, so you came all the way to Arizona, though, just for this job, right? I did, yes. Yes, I moved down here. Excuse me. In March of 1979, I'd been in Dallas, where I'd gone to college and gotten my degrees and everything. And uh, the position opened up out here in March of 1979, and uh, I arrived. And so 42 years later, kind of still at it. And was this a thing? Like, was this a unique thing where people went to have pizza and then there was a live organ player? Were you part of a band? How did it? How did they present the job to you? In a nutshell, um, the the whole phenomena of pizza restaurants with pipe organs in them began in the San Francisco Bay Area in the early 1960s. Fairly small buildings, fairly small instruments. In the late 60s, early 70s, uh, larger places began to be built. And um, they had uh, several organists, because there's no one person that can just play seven nights a week. So when I moved out here, we had our two restaurants. There was one in central Phoenix and one in the suburb of Mesa. And I would alternate between the two, uh, playing two nights at each one and give the other fellas uh, some nights off. And so I was the associate when I came out here. Okay. And uh, people moved on and did other things, and I kind of stayed with it. And so I'm still driving the bus after all those years up until last Friday night. Uh, well, listen to this message that we got from a listener who used to live out in Arizona. Uh, he says, yes. we used to go to Oregon Stop Pizza, the one in Mesa, all the time. You could ask the organist to play just about anything any type of song, and he could play it. Honestly, the pizza was somewhat subpar, but you'd go because it was fun and the organ was happening. It was huge. How about that? You're more popular than than the pizza. Oh, I don't know. I'm just part of the furniture. <laughs> the whole building is is what I would call a, the world's largest busy box. It's a, certainly a multimedia presentation. 
because the organ has 6,000 individual pipes from 32 feet tall to less than an inch. They are all visible through the clear uh, shutters, which open and close in front of the what we call the pipe chambers, mm -hmm. which is where they're installed. And uh, out in the room, we have about 40 different percussion instruments and sound effects for people to see their tuned bird whistles and tuned cowbells for all the folks from Wisconsin, and uh, tuned timpani, and just about anything you can name. We have two pianos. There's a grand piano and an upright, so on and so forth. Uh, and so everybody's just, uh, golly, Mildred, look at that up there. And... Um, so was it never a dull moment. So was part of it, as our listener said, and we're getting from other people. I've been there many times. It's awesome. What an experience. Such a cool place. Whenever we're in that part of the country, we make a point to stop there. But going back to what the the one listener said, was it true that you could play any song they requested? And had you ever been stumped or weren't able to play one? Well, it's very kind to say you can play everything, but there's no person in the world to my knowledge, that knows everything ever written. And uh, you have to have a core repertoire of about 15 hours worth of music, which you can play off the top of your head. Wow. Uh, but, uh, you know, you're always going to get stumped because particularly today with streaming and music coming from sources 24-7, it's impossible to keep up with everything. Okay, but specifically, this listener pointed out that he requested a Rush song. Sure enough... The organist played it. Is that accurate? Well, yeah, it obviously wasn't me. <laughs> I didn't know any rush, but my colleague, Brett, uh, he, he's quite, quite uh, up on everything. Okay. And um, very, very uh, astute for, those, for the newer kinds of music. And you said that you, uh, it's a good idea to have about 15 hours of music committed to memory, which I can't even imagine. But when you're playing... Uh, are you, do you create a playlist? Like, you know, I used to DJ weddings and, and like football coaches will say, yeah, my first 15 plays are already scripted out. Well, at a wedding, your first 15 songs are already scripted out. When you come into work, do you have a playlist in your head or are you just kind of going to go with the flow? Uh, well, a little both. Uh, when I walk in, uh, in the evening to begin playing, I look around the room and just by the people who are sitting there, it already gives me an idea of what to play. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to play Smoke on the Water tonight. I can tell. <laughs> a lot of black T-shirts in here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah? Yes. And, but uh, what, where we differ a little bit is we have request cards available for the patrons. So they can take a request card, write what they want to hear on it, and we have a little wooden tray up there that they just leave it in. I take the request cards. I go through them. And I will put them up on the music rack to refer to. Mm -hmm. And I've got generally 45 minutes in which to play as many of these as I can. Keep the program moving. Don't play the same type of music for too long. You know, keep it mixed up. And then you also have to do weddings and birth, uh, birthdays and anniversaries and that kind of thing. Sure. You're always playing those. So you really have to develop a very, very secure sense of timing. Mm-hmm. And so within that 45 minutes, you can play the request and indulge yourself a little bit around the edges and then uh, bring that particular set to a close. And then 15 minutes later, you start the next one all over again. 
indulge yourself a little bit around the edges. What a great way to put that. What a great way. I just, I am so enamored with this line of work. This, you made this a job. This is your career, Lou. I can't believe this. Well, it is. It beats a real job. For sure, okay. man. And people will frequently come and they say, well, it's awfully nice that they let you come in and play here for fun at night, but what do you do during the day? <laughs> well, the, when when Dwyer told me a professional organist here in the Midwest, the first thing I thought of, the first person I thought of, was Nancy Faust, who was the organist for the Blackhawks and for the White Sox yes, and the Bulls. Yeah, sure. okay, so you're from, so you're familiar. You run in the same circle as her, or or uh, I, well, it's <laughs> it's a little bit different. A, a, a ballpark organist and a pizza organist are a little bit the same. However, the the ballpark organist has a fairly limited set of things. You know, you do charge and dun 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 yep. dun. The organist in a pizza parlor, uh, you're presented with just about anything anybody wants to hear. Uh-huh. And uh, sometimes they'll even tell you how to play it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, scooch over on that bench, Lou. Let me, uh, let me take care of the lows here. Uh, so, well, no, there, there was a guy one time. He came and says, yeah, I want, to play, I want you to play this song. And I want you to incorporate some Gregorian chant. And then after that, I want you to go into this song. I said, oh, okay. All right, and I got me twenty dollars. Okay, about forty hey, years ago. Uh, I, w- I was going to ask you that. What's the biggest tip you ever received for playing a song? Oh, a hundred. A hundred bucks. Right. And any uh, celebrities yeah. ever request songs that you can recall? Had a four-year degree from uh, Texas Christian University in Fort Worth. From there, I went to the Conservatory of Geneva, Switzerland, for a year to study there. 16th century counterpoint and improvisation and things like that. Came back, I got my master's at Southern Methodist in Dallas, and there was actually a small pizza place in Dallas that I was playing in during my college years. But But you couldn't, like, go to them and say, hey, man, you're going to have to give me a raise, otherwise uh, I got this guy, his name is Charles Cheese, Charles E. Cheese, and I'll take my talents across the street if we don't uh, come to some sort of agreement here. You know? Yes, well, the, the the G's of Charles never did have an organ in any no. of their restaurants, <laughs> no. so that was no, not they'd, a problem. They'd call your bluff. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah the, the, the Charles Cheese <laughs> opened up about three or four years after I started, and uh, <laughs> it was it was kind of the same idea, but without the focus of the instrument and the yeah. performer. Right, yes. I was so, being sarcastic. Uh, was, so. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, but um, organ stop was very, very famous nationwide at the time, and uh, there was an opening on their staff, which came available, and I was on pins and needles for a couple of months, and they finally told me I had it. And so I got out here, and then it set in. It's like, OMG, I have a week before I have to start playing five hours a night, and I have very little repertoire in my fingers. I... I played the style, and I had played the organ before, but I still had to get that huge swath of repertoire built. And so I just spent hours and hours and hours practicing, learning, learning, learning new pieces. And so once you get that uh, central core Mm -hmm. repertoire built, then uh, you're pretty much home free. 
in the in the course of your career, and I'm sure this has happened many times because you read the crowd, but uh, do you do any call and response stuff? Uh, like you mentioned, uh, the charge chant that Nancy Faust might have played at a ballpark. <laughs> would you ever uh, Would you ever resort to that uh, if the crowd if you needed to get the crowd on your it's side? Too gimmicky, boy. I don't know. <laughs> Well, no, not not really anything like that. Uh, back in the day, you know, used to play the William Tell Overture, and uh, of course, in television back in the fifties and sixties, there was the Lone Ranger serial, and the the uh, William Tell Overture was always the theme music for that. And it starts with a big opening fanfare. You'd stop, and people would go "Hi-Yo, Silver," okay. and then off you go. All right, so a little bit, of, a little bit of call and response, but but mostly you're there to oh, yeah. to, to just kind and of lift of course, the mood. Yeah. And of course, we have spring training down here as well, and the Cubs uh, are down in Mesa, and of course, everybody wants "Go Cubs, Go." Oh, right. that's a shame. So, yeah. <laughs> that, well, that's that gets them going, but you well, know, know, that's where we are. Y- yeah. uh, you have, a, based on the res- the emails and messages that we're getting, you have a lot of fans here in w- where we're broadcast uh, throughout Iowa, Illinois, parts of Missouri. So, people. You're well known. You're in Davenport. Yes, well, we're yeah, but but we're heard on five radio stations throughout Iowa and Missouri. So there are plenty of people who are they didn't know your name, but they know the place and they know how cool it was. So uh, yeah, it well, might I be. I played several places in Iowa. I, there was a Capitol Theater in Davenport. Yep, yep, and the Paramount in Cedar Rapids. So I've played a couple of the joints up there. The All right. joints. All right. That's cool. Well, I, I love that you're somewhere between like a, like a classical pianist and a, or, or a classical organist and like a hepcat from the 60s. I get a, real, a really chill vibe from you, man. I, what a cool job. What a cool job. Beats working, like you said. It's, huh? it's fun. It's fun. But, you know, as, as time moves on and the audience gets younger, um, it's it's time for somebody younger up in the front to um, kind of hit them where they live and be more of a contemporary. I can I can still you know keep up with a lot of the newer stuff, but it takes a lot more time, a lot more effort, and a lot more analysis of the type that I did when I was in college doing advanced analysis things like that. But if you stop and think. Uh, and tell me if I'm rabbiting on too long. Oh, well, we but, do got to wrap up, but that's all right. <laughs> no one could argue oh. that you didn't put in your time or you didn't uh, serve your, your, you know, pay your dues, so to speak. And I, right. I'm concerned about the two who are left behind when the crowd, crowd finds out that Lou's not there. Oh, come <laughs> oh, on, please, of all the days. Oh, I, no, I, I don't think it's going to be a lot of hand-wringing. All right. Well, congratulations on uh, your uh, 42 years as the lead organist at Organ Stop Pizza, uh, a, uh, an icon down in, in Mesa, Arizona. Enjoy your retirement there, Lou. Thanks for chatting cool. with us. Okay, thanks to you guys. All right, take it easy. There you go. Lou Williams. How many of those? I mean, there's two. That's like a very small niche job description that, you know, you're playing live organ in a pizza place. Yep. Wow.